Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you all. This is the Business Day Spotlight, your destination for African business made simple. My name is Mudiwa Gavaza, and for today, we do get into a discussion um, that we've had from you know many different angles um, on this platform, and that is the issue of uh, cybersecurity. We've had it, you know, from a number um, of different perspectives. We've had it from the side of corporates. We've had it from uh, the general side of uh, cyber protections. We've even had i think one of our last discussions was around the issue of cyber warfare in light of uh, the ongoing um ukraine and uh, russia conflict uh, that's going on over in europe and how all of that um has uh, done uh, a lot to actually increase um interest in cyber security services but even before the war came into effect over a covid 19 period um we saw a lot of businesses uh, actually becoming more interested in cyber security as incidents of cyber um, attacks were on the rise, particularly um, in South Africa. Some interesting statistics uh, that came out during uh, the hardest part of the lockdown uh, from Accenture showing that South Africa um, has uh, the third most cyber crime victims worldwide, losing around 2.2 billion rand a year. And a lot of the time um, when we talk about some of these protections, uh, we tend to, they tend to be within the purview of some large IT department at a large corporate. But uh, for today, the discussion that we're going to be having is how small businesses can protect themselves. And uh, two companies that have decided to take it upon themselves to try and see um, what they can do in the market is Accenture and Vodacom Business. And for today, we are joined by um, uh, by Kabelo Makwane, um, who is uh, the managing executive for cloud hosting and security over at Vodacom Business. Cabello, greetings to you today. Hi, greetings, Vadiwa, uh, and thank you for having me on the show, and greetings to your listeners as well. Now, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, I think maybe a good place for us to start. Um, usually, um, we get like to get a sense uh, of the organizations that our um, our guests are from in areas of expertise. But you know, when you think about a name like Vodacom, that is literally a household name um, in South Africa within uh, the context um, within the context of you know mobile and you know telecommunications. So everyone knows. Um, what Vodacom is, but maybe you could give us a sense um, specifically around the type of work that's being done at Vodacom Business and, uh, you know, under your portfolio of cloud hosting and security. Thank you so much, Mudiwa. Yeah, and, and it's true that uh, Vodacom is, is, synony- is synonymous with uh, mobile and telecommunication services, but, you know, over the last uh, while, uh, you know, almost nearly, you know, half a decade, We've we've uh, we've been pivoting our business to service more of the business clientele uh, with uh, digital uh, and cloud and cloud solutions. Um, you know, as Vodacom, we have a stated intention um, as part of our long-term strategic plan uh, to really evolve our business uh, portfolio from uh, simple telco to, I suppose, uh, techco. Um, and and Teco for us uh, is synonymous with with bringing the technology aspects together with telecommunications um, as a portfolio to help solve 
for our clients in a more holistic uh, you know, uh, manner across ICTs. Um, and what this means uh, for me, particularly within my portfolio uh, that I lead uh, within Vodacom Business, uh, we basically you know, curate and create digital solutions that respond to uh, our customers' uh, requirements, um, whether it be in, in, in how we help them on their journey to cloud, uh, whether it be in, in how we support them with their uh, digital transformation uh, initiatives and endeavors, or whether we, you know, they're concerned about how, how, how do they innovate at pace uh, to keep up with uh, you know, the evolution, the fast-paced evolution of, of the market uh, in areas such as, for instance, um, e-commerce uh, or you know, digital services uh, or simply just by wanting to you know, you know, put their business and, and go online, um, but do that in a way that is efficient, that is optimized, and that uh, helps them to, to, to build resilience against uh, potential uh, disruptions. And I think we're all familiar with uh, how markets are being disrupted, uh, you know, through innovative approaches and innovative business models, uh, you know, from e-hailing services, disrupting the, the you know, the, the traditional transport industry uh, to e-commerce, disrupting the, the, the traditional, you know, retail industry and so forth and so on, and also just on-demand uh, being something that has become central to how people, uh, consumers alike, would, would like to, you know, consume and receive their services uh, at their convenience using mobile apps and, and, and using mobile payment systems as well. So, so it, it, it sounds, uh, you know, broad and, and, and complicated, but really our job is to make all of this simple for for our customers and help them to to be able to curate and navigate uh, you know the, the types of solutions that they would like to deploy in the industry at the, in their in their particular circumstances and to that effect uh, we've uh, over the, the last uh, you know uh, period uh, we've we've also been building a lot of uh, our capability from a managed and professional services point of view uh, you know, you know, certifying people, making sure that they are, uh, they've got the relevant experience uh, to be able to support customer customers on on this particular uh, journey. Um, and and uh, we work with, of course, uh, some of the the big global uh, you know technology providers uh, in the cloud space, the big hyperscalers in the security space. You know, a number of the off, you know, household off-the-shelf uh, security companies and, and technology providers, um, and and we basically bring those products in such a way that we we are able to uh, to bring about solutions that respond uh, to customers' uh, point of need at at the most appropriate time with the right uh, capabilities, uh, uh, you know, and professional services to support them. Yeah, that's that's pretty much in a nutshell what we do, and and our clientele, as you know, Vodacom services from you know Mudiwa Joe Soap on the street uh, to to very large corporates, and so we need to be very intentional about how do we you know build solutions uh, that are fit for purpose, but also do that at scale, 
and in a way that's simplified and, and helps our customers uh, to, to unlock the uh, value uh, and, and, and realize the quickest time to value uh, from, from when they set out. So I think, uh, you know, maybe we can uh, zero in um, on that uh, particular aspect, um, Cabello, around the fact that you guys do um, service uh, clients that are across the board, you know, from, uh, I think you said, uh, someone like Mudiwa or Joe on the street, uh, all the way to the large corporates. And I want to focus on, uh, you know, Mudiwa Joe up to, you know, someone who has a couple of employees, maybe has an office and all of that, the small to medium um, enterprise. Um, earlier on, you're talking to us about how um, you guys are looking at the landscape and looking at different ways that you can add um, you know, different solutions that you can offer um, to clients um, be long beyond um, what's going on in the, you know, simple uh, telecom space into more of a technology company. And against that backdrop, then, when you guys um, have something like this, a partnership around cybersecurity, maybe you could set the scene for us because you guys would not um, have come up with something like this um, in a vacuum or out of nowhere. It's uh, usually business solutions uh, are within you know, are in response to uh, certain problems or certain, uh, you know, opportunities um, that uh, the likes of yourselves will be seeing in the market. So specifically in the small to medium market, what type of opportunities are you seeing uh, versus uh, the type of threats uh, that these businesses are facing on a daily basis? Yeah, Madhuwa, that's probably the most important question uh, to say, uh, you know, how do we... Uh, play a part and and what and what do we bring to the table? But before I, I get to that point, the relationship uh, with uh, with Accenture uh, per se is is one that is a global relationship um, um, stemming also from you know uh, uh, Vodafone, which is which is our parent group, a holding company, um, <clears throat> to Vodacom Group as well, and in recent times. What we've done is is is, is just to, is to leverage that relationship. Uh, about two and a half years ago, we we we, we talked about building an ecosystem of of uh, of such uh, you know partners, um, traditional you know big consulting houses uh, and global professional services uh, companies who bring uh, specific you know expertise in terms of uh, strategy, management, consulting, etc. Um, to the table. Um, and those expertise are expertise that perhaps we may not have an appetite for uh, in the in the short term, um, and 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 then and then basically combine that with the uh, you know the, the the strong areas of competence in 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 you know in what Vodacom has has built from a capability perspective in terms of infrastructure services, uh, whether it's telecoms infrastructure services. Uh, you know, data center hosting, infrastructure services, uh, and and managed uh, infrastructure services across the board, both on premise or in in the in the public cloud, and also spanning into um, the managed security services as well that we that we offer. So when we looked at um, you know how we could effectively curate a solution, a turnkey approach to service the particularly the SME market. Um, we we thought Accenture would be a good partner for us uh, in terms of their strategy, 
um, you know, security strategy, forensic uh, uh, capabilities and consulting capabilities to help, you know, journey SMEs in a very simplified way um, from the assess to, you know, to, you know, protect, uh, you know, to detect and response a type of continuum when we look at uh, the security landscape. So that, so that when an SME effectively comes to, uh, to Vodacom with this partnership, uh, they basically can, can kind of either select the, 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 the type of security, you know, solution that they require as a, you know, at a point in time, or they have a simplified way that they can effectively adopt a solution approach um, that protects the environment uh, end to end. The, the rationale behind this is that while it's reported that, you know, as you correctly pointed out, there's about 2.2 billion that, uh, that is lost in the market based on, uh, you know, uh, threat and, and, you know, and hacks uh, and attacks. They, the, the, the unreported uh, aspect uh, is, is quite significant as well. Um, though the, the actual figures are not available, but we, we have a suspicion that particularly in, in the, in the mid market to, you know, the small business area, uh, a lot of these companies suffer uh, cyber attacks, uh, you know, hacks, and, and that goes unreported. And typically, they don't have um, a, a, you know, a one-stop shop, uh, a partner to go to who can help simplify uh, the this, this space for them. Um, and, the, and, and the reason for that is, you know, a lot of SMEs uh, typically don't have the, the muscle to, you know, to have you know, the financial resources, uh, to have the technology expertise, uh, let alone the human capital uh, to be able to, you know, respond effectively to, to these types of threats and, and in most cases simply would succumb and pay ransom uh, in case of ransomware attacks. Uh, uh, and in some cases, it may even result in the business folding. So with, 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 that, with that in mind and, and the fact that um, with, the, with the increased adoption of of uh, internet and internet-based services, you know, the proliferation of, of digital, uh, you know, uh, you know, transaction, uh, you know, ecosystems and platforms, etc. Um, there's an, a, a, almost a, a direct correlation also with the increased uh, frequency of, of ransomware attacks and hacks. Um, the other dimension that that's also uh, open this up is is the kind of the the, the broadening of the threat vector, um, you know, from just typically being in an on-premise type of environment to where people are able to uh, to work from you know everywhere they are and to trade and transact from everywhere they are uh, simply means that the boundaries for you know how you would deploy and protect. Uh, an organization or even a small business uh, effectively have, have have fallen over, right? Uh, it's basically we we're operating in boundaryless uh, type of enterprises uh, as we speak today, and so and so with that in mind, you know the approach that you take uh, to be able to you know defend and protect um, and respond also to um, potential security uh, vulnerabilities. Uh, and how you mitigate against the security, cybersecurity threat is vastly different to how we, you would have done it uh, previously. So, you know, 
for SMEs particularly, um, being able to create a small, simple offer with the associated uh, professional services in a packaged way, um, but also allowing for them to be able to leverage the the broad scale and expertise of a Vodacom and an, in, in, in an Accenture with our managed security services centers across the, the globe, uh, with our cybersecurity operations facilities, uh, and SOC is, uh, you know, for short as they're called, and, and, and with the ability to implement uh, security incident and event monitoring uh, capability on a real-time basis. And this we, we've obviously, uh, you know, built a lot of capability around because we ourselves, uh, have to dog food these types of capabilities and, and, and technologies to protect our particular enterprise and then use those learning, learnings and lessons uh, to help other clients uh, who may be subject or, uh, uh, you know, um, or vulnerable to the same, to the same type of threat. So it's, it's with that, it's, it's with that that we, we, we've, we've, we've brought together uh, this partnership so that we can deliver a real holistic end-to-end from, you know, from strategy assessment all the way through detecting and, and responding, um, but also offering it in such a way that uh, we make it uh, cost-effective for, uh, for, for SMEs uh, to not have to run around, you know, try and figure out a, a very, on, on, an often very complex uh, security landscape with many different players uh, and, and different fragmentations across the, the technology landscape of, you know, who to, who, to, who to use for what purpose and who has what capability and what strength in which area. We take all of that complexity away uh, uh, in a needed package managed security offer to, to these enterprises. Maybe we can, uh, I guess, drill down on uh, that issue of being uh, cost-effective, uh, Cabello, because it's one of the big things um, that is being touted here to say that um, in a situation where um, you are a small to medium enterprise, you don't necessarily have um, that ability to hire a full team of IT staff, have a dedicated you know, set of networking and security experts um, and the like, you know, rather come to Vodacom and and, uh, and Accenture, and we will help you, you know, to protect your business against, you know, some of these threats, uh, to or to at least mitigate uh, some of the impacts thereof, if anything is to happen. So, from that point of view, then, when it comes to um, that cost effectiveness, maybe you can talk to us uh, just around what some of those costs look like uh, for small businesses. You know, is there tiered pricing? Is there a flat price that people are paying? Um, how are how are some of these things um, being done? Simply because, uh, as we well know, in South Africa or in any other country, uh, the issue of prices tends to be one of the biggest sensitivities um, for small businesses, and you and it's probably one of the reasons why uh, small businesses would. Uh, likely even shy away uh, from this type of investment in the same place because it's perceived to be something that's going to be very costly. Yeah, Amadiwa, um, so, so there's, there's, uh, there's a couple of elements that, that effectively would, would add to cost. When you, when you look at costs in totality, the first, the first one is, is selecting uh, the right partner 
uh, with the right capabilities to deliver the right solution. I think therein is also a, a cost factor that I think SMEs have to contend with and, and the expertise and the wherewithal to be able to do that. So, you know, to your point, we've basically come up with standard packages, standard, uh, um, standard rates as well for, for the services, particularly if, if, uh, if you know, the, the, the SME customer, in which case is, the, is, is primarily the preferred way in which we can service them effectively, they consume uh, this as a service, uh, as a full service, you know, with the technology, with the associated uh, professional skills and capabilities. It's almost like uh, a unitized approach to how you can buy, you know, um, and consume and consume a managed a managed service. Um, and we've basically built the the, the tiered models uh, to be able to do uh, just that, uh, based on 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 the requirements. Uh, the second thing that we that we are doing is 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 uh, for cost effectiveness. We we obviously you know provide services as you know that they can tap into a wealth of expertise from a pooled uh, resource. Um, and and as I spoke to you know SOC services and Team services, they can basically you know consume them as a subscription service, uh, which they can turn on and turn off you know as and when they require. Uh, you know, to the extent that they require and for as long as they, as they require. The alternative to this has, has been that, as I said earlier, seeking to be able to, you know, uh, figure out, you know, whether to buy firewalls or buy antivirus software at some, at some point or, you know, uh, or, you know, intrusion protection, intrusion detection, and then being able to select the right type of package and, and type of solution and then trying to almost you know, uh, as an IT shop, deploy these things for themselves uh, on their, you know, systems and, and small enterprises to mid-enterprises mid uh, alike. Um, so we take away that complexity because they don't have to worry about, uh, you know, what sits behind, uh, let's call it a managed uh, service. Basically, it's a subscription, it's a flat rate uh, on a monthly basis, and depending on the, the types of services that they select. They can select services from as simple as a managed firewall service, or you know they could just select, for instance, if they want to do uh, a cybersecurity threat posture assessment and stop at that point, just to understand their, their you know their exposure to cyber potential cyber attacks. They can take that as a package, um, or or they want to do a full a full on vulnerability assessment that becomes an option and they can take that. So we've created it in such a way that it's flexible, um, it's easy to consume, uh, but it's also really kind of benchmarked against uh, what the industry rates are um, so that at the end of the day, they don't basically have to worry and contend with the complexity of, uh, of pulling all, this thing, all these things together uh, to make for, for a comprehensive solution uh, or security approach. Um, we do also, and as part of the as a service model, you know, it's kind of let's call it uh, the world has moved a lot into into this on demand as a service. You know, the same way people consume Netflix and on demand services, this is is designed in exactly the same way. Uh, you either go for a standard service, you go for a premium service, and effectively we've created that those types of uh, of tiering models uh, to to help support uh, you know SMEs and make it easy. Uh, for them to to actually take these services on board, 
I mean, one, 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 one other thing just to think of is a lot of SMEs typically today, um, they, they, they think about this last, right? They think about the business of the business. If you think of a typical SME, the, the, the person who's a business owner is basically the salesperson, is the accountant, is the, you know, uh, the CEO, uh, the HR person all in one in, in most cases with a very small staff complement. So, uh, taking away some of these, uh, the, the, the key care abouts and the, and the, and the concerns, uh, does go a long way in helping those businesses to succeed uh, and focus on the business, the core business of their business. And the second thing is, is um, also, especially when you look at you know, recent incidences in, in our country from you know, riots and, and things like that and looting or even natural disasters, um, which, by the way, is not only the preserve of SMEs, uh, enterprises, large enterprises are also vulnerable to the same, but it becomes more drastic. Uh, and more dramatic for SMEs because they could lose, they stand to lose everything and, and do not necessarily have the, the, the resources to be able to recover from such. Um, keeping all of their information assets, their data assets on premise in their operating environment, I think is one big, big vulnerability. But also moving to the cloud and adopting cloud uh, or securely, securely adopting cloud becomes, let's call it, a point of anxiety. So, you know, this is, is also a mechanism for us to provide that peace of mind um, and the comfort for for these for the for the, for the you know for the typical SME to be able to you know move to online, move to you know cloud-enabled services, keep their information securely, uh, and make sure that, that that information is kept in a redundant way, such that if, for instance, for whatever reason, with natural disaster or the like their operating environment comes disrupted, they're still able to continue their business operations um, and recover that information, uh, you know, uh, securely uh, from the cloud. And cloud technologies are also, uh, you know, uh, secure by design. And, and we go a step further in making sure that, you know, that information security and so on, that is, a, is still the responsibility of the enterprise is also taken care of uh, in terms of, you know, identity uh, management, access management, uh, you know, authentication, and those types of uh, capabilities, um, which which become essential for operating in the digital sphere and online. Um, I think, Cabello, before I let you go on, though, I, I just wanted to maybe get a sense. Um, one of the big things uh, that comes out of a discussion like this, um, like you said earlier on, is the fact that um, a lot of small businesses, it's the person who is, um, that one business owner tends to be um, everything, you know, in, a, in an enterprise. And so you, you, you're thinking about share of pocket, but you're also thinking about share of mind. And I was interested as we are sort of rounding up this discussion, um, what approach uh, you sort of have to ensure that issues of cybersecurity within your clients' minds, um, you know, take up a little bit more space or, uh, you know, go up a notch or two uh, on the totem pole, you know, of all the things that are competing uh, for a small business owner's attention. Um, as you said, um, you guys, with a solution like this, 
yes, you're trying to reduce uh, the complexity, but also trying to reduce the number of things um, that a small business owner has to do. But before that can happen, you sort of have to get the small business owner to even acknowledge that, okay, fine, cybersecurity is a thing. And then after that, acknowledge that this is something that needs uh, to actually be invested in beyond um, accounting, beyond HR, beyond stock management, beyond um, branding, marketing, all of these other things uh, that are going on. So maybe um, as we're rounding up this discussion and also to encapsulate um, what you are about to say, you know, how are you um, at least helping to increase uh, the the share of mind and share of pocket of some of these cybersecurity? security solutions for small businesses who are already stretched um, as it is. Yeah, yeah. thanks, Budiwa. Look, um, we, uh, we, we actively uh, advise our customers, um, you know, um, particularly, you know, uh, customers that we, we interact with uh, to keep security, you know, front and center, top of mind, first and foremost, because uh, Oftentimes, what we what we what we've learned is that security becomes, let's call it, the afterthought. And so, to to to, to start with security in mind, I think is is one of the principal ways. Uh, whether we are interacting with customers on a one to one, one to few, or in our retail outlets uh, for those uh, customers who present themselves in those particular spaces, we, we you know our, our our staff is is effectively equipped to be able to support them. Uh, and advise them and, and create the requisite awareness. The, the other, the other mechanism uh, through which you know we've we've um, we've sought to drive security awareness uh, is through uh, industry fora. Uh, so we partake uh, in industry, a lot of industry uh, forums uh, around cybersecurity and cybersecurity awareness, uh, in particular. Um, you know whether it's uh, it's it's effectively. Um, IT web type of forums or, you know, uh, broadband type of forums uh, or even, you know, industry analyst type of forums like from the IDC and Gartner, etc. We, uh, we are active participants in, in really fostering, uh, you know, the awareness around uh, security and what people can do in enterprise, small enterprises can do in this particular space. And then proactively from, from a Vodacom perspective, we've taken a stance of, of, of running regular uh, webinars uh, to enable, uh, you know, SMEs and also to inform, guide and advise, uh, but create awareness of the importance of, you know, security policies and also uh, security being kind of something that uh, needs to be set as a tone from the top um, in, in, in any business. Uh, so th- these are some of the ways in which we we've uh, we've been engaging the market, uh, as as it were, to 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 bring about an awareness around what are the pos- potential pitfalls, what are the potential uh, let's call it solutions, and and what is available for uh, for SMEs alike uh, in this particular space in in those in those different fora. 
So that's been it. We were talking to Kabelo Mokwane, who is the managing executive for cloud um, hosting and security over at Vodacom Business, giving us some insight into what's going on in the cybersecurity sector, particularly um, where small to medium enterprises are concerned. We hear that uh, small businesses are um, one of the biggest engines um, of the economy. Uh, but in a practical sense, what does it actually mean um, when these businesses are under um, you know, a growing threat of uh, cyber attacks? And um, one of the big things that Kabilo was talking about is the fact that um, a lot of these businesses don't have uh, the resources on hand um, to be taking something like this uh, you know, really seriously. So the solution is to come up with a subscription service or something that people can um, subscribe to and pay for, you know, periodically. And, uh, you know, some of those costs, uh, you know, from a business model point of view are coming in from a tiered approach um, because uh, you've got different packages and you've got different elements um, in the way that a business can choose to protect itself. And all of that then lends uh, to the overall cost that a small business ends up incurring. You know, if you want uh, the full protection, then as a small business, you need to be willing to contend uh, with the fact that uh, you know it does come uh, with the with the with the cost implication, but that cost implication will likely uh, be much less than what it would be. Um, you know, having you know traditional you know staff, uh, huge departments in mind, and also uh, just the headache of actually sitting and trying to decide for yourself uh, which type of um, antivirus softwares, firewalls. I think that's the example that uh, Cabello gave earlier on in terms of uh, some of the decisions that um, they are trying to take off the table just so that a small business owner can get on with the business of running their business. And then at the end, uh, just uh, talking about, you know, how how do we engender a spirit of greater awareness and also at the same time convince people that this is something to invest in because um, this is the realm that we're in. A lot of people probably don't think um, that uh, cybersecurity is something that they should be concerned about. Uh, but if the last two years are anything to go by, then anyone and uh, anyone uh, everywhere is vulnerable to all of these threats. That's the first thing. And secondly, uh, some of these attacks might not necessarily be on you, uh, but the entry point might be on a client, a customer, or someone else who holds your data and then uses that uh, to try and gain entry or to try and, uh, you know, do something nefarious uh, or underhanded to your business. Cabello, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much, Wadiwa. Thank you to your listeners as well for having us. This is Mudiwa's Take. Back in the 1990s, if a business didn't have an email, particularly a small business, that was not a train smash, right? Hardly anyone could expect you to have, you know, an email address or to even have a website. But today in 2022, these are basic um, requisites of operating in a digital economy. If you don't have uh, at least within the formalized part of the economy, if you don't have a website or if you don't have an 
email address or at least some type of a digital um, communication channel of some sort that people can access you through that's formal um, then it's very hard to take um, that particular business seriously and in the same way um, once upon a time these issues of cybersecurity seemed to be the preserve of large corporations where hackers and the like were trying to steal money information data and the like from uh, these large institutions large organizations but now anyone is uh, vulnerable in some way in one way or another so the issue of cybersecurity and investment um, in the cybersecurity is no longer a nice to have and the fact that you see um, businesses coming up with solutions like this, um, it certainly does make sense uh, because businesses do need to protect themselves. And it's a huge thing because nowadays, because of increasing uh, digitalization, one of the one of the points um, that we didn't get around to is the fact that a lot of companies now, small uh, small to large, are collecting a lot of data. So before we even go anywhere, one of the most precious things um, that companies hold is a lot of customer information, a lot of customer data. And if anything, you want to be able to protect um, the identities and uh, precious information of your customers because uh, from a reputational point of view, it's very tough um, if it does come out that um, sensitive customer information was leaked because of a vulnerability in your particular business. And especially if it comes out to say that uh, there were no protections in place in the first place uh, for the hackers to even for anyone to even try and uh, stop the hackers so all of that uh, lends itself to doing business uh, it's no it's not only just about protecting the data but also goes a long way um, to protecting and ensuring the reputation uh, of an organization And that's been it for this edition of the Business Day Spotlight. Remember that you can find our latest podcast on Business Live. That's under the podcast Business Day Spotlight tab on Twitter. We're hashtag BD Spotlight. And remember that you can review and subscribe for free on iono.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, or wherever you choose to get your pods casted. Thank you to our amazing team. Our producer is Paige Muller. I've been Mudio Gavaza of the Business Day and Financial Mail. And this has been another edition of the Business Day Spotlight which is a multimedia live production. So for myself and the rest of the team, it is a good evening, good afternoon, and good morning.